Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. Today, Amy and I will be discussing the astrology for 2020. So please sit back and enjoy. So Amy, we're back. Oh, 2020. Last podcast of 2019. You're like shaking your head at me like, how? How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, where did this year go? Didn't we just... Didn't we we just just start this? (laughs) Like this is like our second or third time, right? Yeah. Well, we started doing this in June. Yeah. We started doing it halfway through the year. That's insane. Yeah, we started doing it before like eclipse season and all that crazy shit with Mars and Cancer opposite Saturn and Pluto like it's like what? <laughs> it's a perfect time to start yeah, doing why not? shit why yeah. not <laughs> bring it on I don't care I'm just gonna do podcast um but I think but you and I had been talking about it for like a few months prior to that so yeah. so kudos to uh, to us for the podcast but more importantly kudos to Christian right <laughs> extraordinaire making it happen yeah because um, so I'm going to share a little story with our listeners. So uh, Chris and I were talking one day and I said, yeah, maybe one day I'll do a podcast. And and he and he even said he was like, you need to do a podcast. And I was like, yeah, maybe one day I'll do a podcast. And then two days later, this big box, he came home with this big box. And I was like, what's in the box? And it was like microphones. <laughs> I'm like, for what? your podcast <laughs> and I'm like oh I said no I'm gonna I said I meant to, we do that someday and he was like well some days today it's <laughs> <was> like okay <laughs> this is happening you're and, doing this yeah and that was like um around in March and then like we had a couple of months of like prep time trying and to figure with it, figure stuff out yeah th- figure things out and then we started it that June right before the uh, right before the eclipse that was on July second or third or whatever so yeah so here we are at the end of 2019 it's december 28th at 11 46 a.m we have had our uh spicy rum chais Mm -hmm. (laughs) to celebrate our last one for the year and last time we talked a little bit about january we talked about that um Pluto-Saturn conjunction. And I think that's where we should start today. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, talk about it too much because we did like a big chunk of the previous episode. So if you want to know more about that, I love the cat, how the cat has just like taken up residence on your lap. <laughs> I know, I'm just, a, I, I can hear a little bit of purring and I'm like, I was, uh, yeah, if you hear, if you, if you hear purring coming through the microphone, that's just Harold, our cat. Um, Keeping me company. But so if you want to know more about a lot of what we said for the Pluto's Saturn Pluto conjunction, uh, it's in the previous episode. I do need to make one small correction, though, because I went um, I went, and I was like, really, because like right now, Saturn, Pluto, and uh, they're all at the 22 degree mark. It's just when they get exact. So exact is going to be 428 a.m. January 12th, Central Standard Time. So... So that's when that the Saturn conjunct Pluto 
is exact in the chart. And I mean, we can talk a little bit about it. This this day is going to come and it's going to go. And I really don't think we're under gonna, going to understand what it meant until like a year later. I think we're going to start to see stuff happen. Like one of the things. So hindsight's going to be 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a dork. (laughs) No, that was good. But like, for example, like one of the things that um, when I first started, when I first started to hear people talk about the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, one of the things I thought in my head was impeachment, maybe? And then, yeah, you did. Say and then that. it, and then it, yeah, I know. Because yeah. like my a friend of mine, she contacted me. She was like, "You and I had dinner months and months and mm-hmm. months ago, and you were telling me about this stuff, and you said it's probably, you know, like you could see it being impeachment, mm-hmm. and then it happened. I mean, not obviously not on January twelfth, yeah. but yeah, it yeah. happened before because like the aspect is applying. Yeah. So, eh. you know and I thought that was really interesting now will something else happen on that day yeah a lot of things are going to happen on that day you're going to get up and you're going to go to work and you're going to have coffee and you're going to pet your cat and you're going to there's going to be a lot of things that happen but there might be something you know depending on how it plays out in your chart like I have mercury at 22 degrees Mm -hmm. in Libra so I've got the Pluto Saturn shit square in my mercury so you know, I'm going to have some like deep, I've already, actually, I've already got it going where I've got like some intense mind stuff going on. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of real right now. Like everything feels, everything feels to me very intense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, especially like those last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like super, super intense. Like almost, at least for me, like, it almost became like almost unbearable. Yeah. Like the intensity of everything. And I had to like just stop and like remember and like, oh, there's a lot of shit going on. And mm-hmm. then I just got in the shower and calmed the fuck down. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to let all this anxiety and heaviness and intensity just go down the drain. Like, because I can do nothing about any of it. Yeah. And that's how that's how the Capricorn energy has felt to me, just like heavy lead mm-hmm. or more to the point, even s- like Saturn in Capricorn just feels like heavy lead. But by the same token, like all of that shit down there is squaring my 12th house. And I have four planets there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, Saturn has been giving me the business yeah. for, you know, and I've had my Saturn opposite Saturn this year. I just finished that like a couple of weeks ago we've had so you just the, been hanging out with Saturn all year yeah Saturn has Saturn just has been up to some shit yeah I mean Saturn and I have had many meetings <laughs> over the last year and and it's fine I always appreciate what mm-hmm. Saturn has, has to, to say, say. Yeah. um I used to have a real fear of Saturn. Like, oh no, you're going to come and like spank me. <laughs> and now and, you're like, and now, well, yeah, me. now I'm just like, now I'm Bring just kind of like, as Bring long as you rub it in, yeah. like, I'm yeah. okay. Like, yeah. you can spank me, just rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> exactly. So, the safe word is pickle. <laughs> Palomino. <laughs> Encyclopedia. That's a little long. I don't know. 
Refrigerator is always good because you can say it with a ball gag in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so you always know what the person's saying. Anyway, so switching gears away from. <laughs> see, Pluto. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, it's going to be a thing. Um, people have been getting really worked up about it. And it's not that it's not something to be worked up about. But the thing is, is that you also have to take a certain level of stoicism to it. And like with learning the traditional astrology mm-hmm. stuff that I've been working on since fucking April, <laughs> which is fascinating stuff. Yeah. And if you have not checked out Chris Brennan or his book or his podcast or anything, I really encourage you to do it. But a lot of it is, uh, you know, astrology is there and it kind of lets, you know, lets you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, and it really harkens back to something that my dad said too, where, you know, it's just like, you know, the future. Mm -hmm. So, or at least you kind of have like an inkling about the future. So that way you can take a level of stoicism to it to, you know, just, you know, surrender to it and move through it. It's kind of like, and you know, what my dad would say is that it's hard to know the future because you know, it's going to happen, but there's really nothing you can do about it except figure out a way. So you meet it on your feet and not on your knees. Yeah. And so prepare yourself, gird your loins, yeah. <laughs> whatever you need to do. Ex- exactly. And that's how that's how I've come that's how I've come to appreciate Saturn and that's how I've come to appreciate like the Saturn Pluto conjunction because at this point I'm just kind of like, you know what, whatever's going to happen is whatever's going to happen. You got to take some shit away. Fucking take it away. Okay, yeah, fine. That's not needed it anyways. Or yeah, it serving exactly. me or it won't be serving me in the future. Yeah. You know, that's how I've kind of been looking at things too. Yeah. And it's just like, it may suck. Mm-hmm. It, it may suck. There may be a lot of tears and there may be a oh, lot of, why fuck. did this happen a to me? A lot of goddamn tears and this year. I know, there's been a lot, oh, a lot oh, of tears this last couple Jesus weeks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Especially these last, like, right before Christmas. Yeah. Like, um, Christmas Eve, Eve, let's just say, that was a very bad night yeah. for me. That was right before the eclipse, too. So. Yeah. Eclipses are... Eclipses are malefic and they're intense. I mean, the ancients, they were like, you don't fuck around with this shit. Like, no magic right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, like, that was like, like, I had a panic attack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was like like, full on, like, clinical. Like, I couldn't breathe. Yep. Troy was like, uh, "Do we, I'm I'm taking you to the hospital now?" And like, he, you know, and I was just like, and I was like, sh- threw up my hands like ten minutes. Like, if I'm not, you know, yeah. And, and I was trying desperately to like work through it. Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. Panic attacks are Ooh. fucking scary as hell. I mean, once you once you move through, like once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah, you just got to go through it. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, but they're scary as fuck. And yeah, when with all of that disrupted energy with the eclipses, I mean, yeah. and then it's the holidays, holidays too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just Ooh. been, whoo, it's yeah, been, it's been interesting for people. So, I will start doing weeklies. So you're like, what's gonna, what else is gonna happen in January? Relax. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing weeklies. This is something that we're going to experiment with. They're gonna be like 15. It's just gonna be me, but it's gonna be like 15 minute blips of blips of like this is what's gonna happen, happen this, this week. week. A little so, refresher, reminder for people. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 cool. Yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna start doing that in January. So if you're like, wait, what else happens in January aside from this terrible conjunction mm. thing? 
I I will let you know. Don't worry. We're actually probably going to be recording that one later today. (laughs) So moving on from Saturn-Pluto... Jupiter is in Capricorn and Jupiter is going to sextile Neptune three times this year. And the reason it's three times is because Jupiter takes a year to get around the sun roughly and Jupiter goes retrograde for like a third of the year. So those dates for Jupiter sextile Neptune are about February 19th, July 29th, and then October 14th. And you're like, what does this mean? Jupiter sextile Neptune. Basically how I look at this, because Jupiter is in Capricorn and Jupiter is in this space of like, I have to expand, but I have to expand in this constructive way and I have to funnel my energy into this thing. And then Neptune is like that boundless hippie planet that's all about compassion and spirituality and oneness. totally type A. (laughs) Yeah, Capricorn really is. And then, and Neptune is in Pisces, which is, you know, your, your sensitive type, compassionate type, spiritual type, and then Neptune being this transcendent, boundless place. So I said it was constructive dream time. So you're going to have like three hits this year where you're really going to be able, and because it's a sextile, which is an easy flow of energy, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of our friends in, in the aspect department, is that you'll be able to funnel your energy and like, you know, like, what is my dream? My dream is this. How do I do that in a constructive manner? Yeah. How, how do, do we I, how do we, how do yeah. we start? Yeah. When everything was, in, when Jupiter was in Sagittarius, I mean, it was just like, expansive truth like these are all the things I want to do and study and you you might have started mm-hmm. like a bunch of projects yeah that you were like ooh, <laughs> that's, I want to do this and I want to do that, that and, and yeah this I mean, looks fun I, oh I'm gonna put this one in my in my backpack too because I've always wanted to try that yeah yeah that, <laughs> and it's guilty. yeah and it's great because you get to try a whole bunch of things and you mm-hmm. have the you have the energy and you have the want to do that. Yeah. But now with Jupiter being in Capricorn, it's just kind of like, okay, you know what? Maybe painting was not my thing or maybe, you know, whatever it was, was not my thing. So mm-hmm. you let it go. And, but you do find this one, you know, this one, yeah. maybe two things where you're just like, no, this is what I want to do. And you know what? It could be something really fucking practical to you you know like jupiter and sagittarius just really let us have a Mm free-for-all that's what i always think of with sag i always think i just i think of free-for-all you know the adventurer yeah i mean he's just like i'm gonna hitch up my wagon and go on an adventure and just see what happens whereas like capricorn is like this is the map we're following the map we will not be straying from the map. So Jupiter will sextile Neptune February 19th, July 29th, and October 14th. So I think this will be really nice for 2020 because we're going to need we're going to need something to like funnel our dreams into. And it'll probably, you know, be good to, like, figure out, like, what are those dreams? And, you know, with the Capricorn actually start kind of, like, 
having those daydreams about making it happen and mm-hmm. how you can like go about yeah doing those things and making it happen yeah exactly i mean that i mean to me that's what that's what capricorn is definitely very good for i mean Cap- capricorn is the the goat one one step at a time, just and getting not up the that mountain. of all time. That's not what we're talking about. Not that goat. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we have, or another thing we should discuss is Saturn enters Aquarius. So this makes me happy. <laughs> Saturn's been in Capricorn since, I think, late 2017 I think that's when it first ingressed into Capricorn so we've been dealing with Capricorn energy for like the last yeah for like two years now oh yeah that explains a lot yeah I mean the the cycle for um Saturn is like 2.5 years so what's going to happen is on March 22nd roughly it's going to enter Aquarius and it's going to get to about one degree of Aquarius. Then Saturn does the usual thing of Saturn retrogrades. And it's going to go back into Capricorn. And it goes back into Capricorn. It's in Aquarius from March 22nd to about July 2nd. And then looks like actually it's like May May tenth May tenth like, like it goes back into Capricorn sorry on May tenth and then it goes direct on September 29th. so yeah we get a few months of Saturn being in Aquarius so Saturn is going to be entering a different energy now traditional astrology. Saturn is the ruler of Aquarius. I know it seems really unfair. It's like we had Saturn in Capricorn. Now Saturn rules Aquarius. But Aquarius has a different energy to it because Aquarius is the the visionary. Mm-hmm. And so here, I'm trying really hard not to bust out into the song right now. I know the I know the whole age, age of Aquarius of thing. <laughs> But keywords for Aquarius are unique, innovative, visionary, unreliable, reforming, and futuristic. And then Saturn still has, Saturn is still the, you know, how you bring discipline into your life, how you mature. So this energy is it's going to be different because Capricorn has been like, what are you building? Like, and then Aquarius is going to be like, what is your vision? Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, we talk about this future thing all the time. What do you want it to look like? What is and then, it? and then with Saturn, it's like how disciplined, how mature are you to make it happen, to make the future that you envision actually happen come to fruition and yeah be yeah so those first couple of months from like march 22nd to may 13th or whatever um yeah may 13th that's when oh i'm sorry i'm looking at the wrong thing may 10th that's going to be a preview Mm -hmm. as to what saturn is going to be like when saturn finally ingresses into aquarius 
for good for like two and a half years. That's going to take place on December 17th, 2020, where Saturn is going to ingress into Aquarius. And then we just, it's just, it's just Saturn and Aquarius for the next like two and a half years. Just hanging out, being best buds. Yeah. So, so that, that's going to be an interesting shift in, in energy. So we get like, so we're in Capricorn right now. Then we get a couple of months of Aquarius with Saturn and Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back into Capricorn, mm-hmm. does some of this late degree shit. Yeah. And then on the 17th, it's just going to in uh, December 17th, it's going to ingress into Aquarius for good for like 2.5 years. So we're going to have a mixed bag this year with Saturn of the heavy lead Capricorn mm-hmm. of like, what did you build? How are you building it? What steps are you taking? Yeah. And then what's your vision? Can I just say that I'm kind of really excited that we're going into Aquarius at the end of 2020, just with the election and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's very exciting time, I think, yeah. to be in for that. Yeah, the... Uh, the astrology around the election is actually really interesting. Mm. I'm actually thinking about doing a, a special, se- a separate show on just that for that, just to talk about that day. Yeah. Because today we're just doing an overview for yeah, 2020. For sure. But yeah, some I've heard a few astrologers talk about it already, and I'm kind of like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's kind of like those things, you know, like the best things in life are the things that are most hard fought for. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the vibe. That's all I can say is that at this point to fight for it. Yeah. It's like if you really want some. I mean, I just think of Saturn. You really, really want that. Well, you better be disciplined. You better eat your vegetables. You better do all the shit that you're supposed to do. Can't be lazy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely that vibe. I'm excited about Saturn getting into Aquarius because then it starts to trine all the shit in my 12th house (laughs) (laughs) rather than square it. Yeah. So you'll get some more easy flowing energy. I mean, I've gotten to the end of this year and I've just really been like, I'm just going to go back to therapy. I'm just going to (laughs) like, I'm just going to like, fine. I'm just going to patch all this shit up and make something happen. You know, you're not the only one that's been thinking about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, like literally I was like, ah, especially with like. What happens, you know, last mm-hmm. week, I was just like, maybe I should go back to therapy. Yeah. I fo- Obviously, I, there's still a little bit of that shit that I need to. Yeah. Need to deal with. There's there's always I mean, there's always stuff. I mean, I fully support anyone who is like, I'm thinking about going to therapists. I like, go yeah. I'm thinking about seeing a psychiatrist. Go, go do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about seeing a naturopath. Go. Like whatever <laughs> just whatever, whatever just do it. Yeah, whatever you got to do, just just do it, you and know. It, yeah, as long as it's not harming yourself or, or anyone else. Yeah, anyone else please. like do it. I mean, and cuz mental health like it's such it gets such a bad rap. I mean, and I remember like when I was working in the community, like I had so many like like I had so many like elderly people. Mm-hmm. Like the stigma of mental yeah. health was the like I'm not crazy and it's just yeah. kind of like I Nobody said like, you were crazy. Yeah, but it's that whole stigma Menta- yeah, yeah. of like I mean, and think about like what mental health was back then. Yeah. If you were quote unquote crazy, they put you in a place. Yeah. 
And those they places, put you away. Those were they were terrible. Yeah, they were terrible. They were terrifying. They were, yeah. So I mean, it's like I totally let's underst- just electric shock your brain into scrambled eggs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and lobotomies and yeah. just and just oh god, the state of everything was just not good. And so it's like I get it, but like you know, and now I think that stigma is starting to wash away. Yeah. So yeah, if you're out there and you're just like, I got some things, like just. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. No no shame in asking for mm-hmm. help at all. Or wanting to have somebody to talk to to bounce things off of. Yeah. That is a completely unrelated third party that has zero bias or anything else attached to it. I think a lot of people need that. Yeah. And all therapists are not created equal. Like if you go to a therapist and you're just like, they didn't really get me, try another one. Because they're they're, they're just, just like people. They're just people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're they're just vibe with some some you're not. Yeah. And I mean, and don't be don't don't be afraid of that either. Just be like, I'm not vibing with this person. Get another one. They're not going to take it personally. Yeah. I mean, I I I had clients tell me that where they were just like, I don't want you to be my therapist. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll find you another one. Yeah. You know, Let's find you somebody that you can work with and that yeah. will help you and get you, you know, what you need. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's nothing personal. And if you have a therapist that's going to take that shit personal, oh my God, then get they yourself they, a new therapist. Then get yourself a new therapist. Yeah. <laughs> but and they need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking of therapy and people who want to make us feel good, Venus retrograde in Ooh, Gemini. That was a hot seg- segue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So every two years, Venus retrogrades and she retrogrades in the same sign that she did eight years previous because she's just a clockwork kind of planet like that so venus retrograde in gemini so she enters gemini on april 4th 2020 she stations retrograde on may 13th and then she stations direct on June 25th, and then she enters Cancer on August 8th. So we're going to have Venus and Gemini for a minute. And I put, and so the last time that she was retrograde in Gemini was May 15th, 2012, till about the end of June of 2012. So think back to 2012, May through June. What was happening in life? I remember one thing. You and I were at Tribal Revs at the end of June. You were helping me vend. Oh, my God. I was just trying to think. So much has happened to me in the last 10 years. I'm like, wait, where... Which part of that, which lifetime was that? You yeah, know, like, right. I feel like I've lived three lifetimes in this past decade. So yeah. I'm just like, wait, I'm glad yeah. you know where the fuck I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the reason I remember it was because it was the last year that I vended. And for, oh, for yeah, people yeah. who were just like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a belly dance event. It's a tribal yeah. be- belly dance event. Yeah. I used to I used to make costuming and sell it at this event. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that was the last time that was the last time I vended. But. Anyway, so keywords for Gemini are intellectual, curious, communicative, superficial, and unreliable. So when you got a low vibration Gemini hum going on, it can be superficial, unreliable. It's mm-hmm. air, you know, yeah, all over just the kind place. of flying around. Yeah. And 
then uh, Gemini is in the mutable category, I believe. So yeah, just <laughs> just kind of everywhere. Well, you know, Gemini is the twin, so it's flipped yeah, back duality, and forth. Yeah. It's never one consistent like yeah. thing. Yeah, there's 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 duality with the whole Gemini thing, oh, and my then. God. And then Venus is, you know, our ability to to attract the things that, you know, we desire, our our comfort, our you know, the the things and people that we love. So so Venus is gonna be in this very like intellectual place. Uh this very thinky air place. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is gonna give her some time. And because it's retrograde, you're definitely going to have time. Like, what is really, what is really meaningful? Like, here's a good example. So I said that uh, during this time, it was my last year at event. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Gemini is in my eighth house, which is other people's money mm-hmm. right it's yeah. one of, it's one of the significators yeah. for the eighth house is other people's money i had decided to stop vending because for all of the energy mm-hmm. and for all of the love that i had for creating things yeah. i was exhausted because i was just not seeing the yield it's like the effort and time and love that i was putting into it wasn't yielding the same thing back yeah so I decided to stop during that time because I really had to look at how I wanted to expend my energy in regard to other people's money. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it just shows up in real subtle ways like that. Yeah. You know, so that's so think of what you were doing back in 2012 between May 15th and like the end of June. And just, you know, see what kind of vibe you were humming with that will plug you in as to what could happen this Venus retrograde. Hmm. So after that, we have we have eclipses. Uh, we solar lunar oh, oh, solar oh. solar lunar we've we, we got both there's not that because there's <laughs> always the eclipses there's an, there's usually like a solar and then a lunar and then a lunar and then so, you know they they come in pairs they they come in pairs sometimes they come in threes actually we're getting we're getting a three this time so okay so for the last year and a half or so like the like on on december 25th we had a solar eclipse, which is a new, which was a new moon in Capricorn. There are always new moons or full moons too. Mm-hmm. So that was the last one in Capricorn. We're gonna have one more super weak one in Cancer in in June, and I don't think I wrote. I put weak lunar in Cancer, <laughs> and I didn't give I didn't give a date for it. But it's going to be in June. So what happens in May, roughly, I think it's the end of May, is that the nodes change. So you have North Node and South Node. Right now, the South Node is in Capricorn and the North Node is in Cancer. Well, now the nodes are going to shift signs and the South Node is going to be in Sagittarius and the North Node is going to be in Gemini. So... Now, starting this summer, our eclipses are going to start to be Gemini and Sagittarius. 
But we have one last super weak one in cancer in June. So on June 5th, 6th, depending on where you are in the world, we're going to have a lunar in Sagittarius. And then June 21st, we're going to have a solar eclipse in Gemini. And then we're going to have a lunar eclipse in Gemini on November 29th. Uh, 30th 2020 and then solar in Sagittarius on December 14th so those are your eclipses for the year and then it's kind of like well what does you know the nodes shifting mean and all of that so key words for Sagittarius is open-minded adventurous philosophical optimistic uh, but can be a little self-indulgent and opinionated on the on the lower end Uh, And then Gemini is the same thing that we said before, you know, uh, communicative, intellectual, curious. So the nodes are shifting energy. The south node is going to be on Sagittarius and the south node is the past. So and then the north node is where we're going. So we're going into this land of like intellect and intellectualism and curiosity. And we're dealing with or cutting away Maybe things that we were self-indulgent on, things that we were opinionated on, maybe things that we thought that we were very open-minded about, but really weren't. Mm -hmm. Or now it's just opened up that much further. There's new information to learn. In process. Yeah. And then also, too, like shifting philosophies. Like you may just, and so like, it may be affecting that it all depends on what houses your nodes, you know, the, you know, this Mm -hmm. falls in for you, like what's your house of Gemini, and what's your house of Sagittarius. So people will have to figure that out. But on like a mundane overall level, that's what that means. I think that's really interesting seeing how we're in a election year. Yeah, you know, Sagittarius is like, search for truth. But what is truth? Yeah. You know, whereas Gemini is like, I'm very curious about the data. I'm very curious about the books Mm -hmm. and the intellectual stuff. Yeah. You know, science, like, I mean, it's not that Sagittarius doesn't care about those things. It's just that they have a different way of like looking at it. Yeah. And processing. Yeah. You know, because Sagittarius is when I think of Sagittarius, I think of the ninth house because that's where, you know, that's like the ruler of the, of the ninth house. And that's like where religious studies and stuff are. So, you know, Sag doesn't mind mixing, you know, religion and science and metaphysical stuff and Mm -hmm. just being like, let's think about all the, you know, how expansive the universe is. Whereas (laughs) Gemini is kind of like, well, I found this book. <laughs> I did this research. Here are my graphs. Like, it's that sort of thing. I dated a Gemini. Actually, I was engaged to a Gemini. Yeah? That is so true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we would, uh, especially when I like, came to astrology and, and, and things of that mm-hmm. nature, like, um, you know, I would talk about, like, oh, you know... It's full moon. People get crazy because it's been proven that people do get crazy. But that pulls on that you're you're like what seventy percent water or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, "There's no data. I don't. You know, there's no scientific. That's not true." He said, "Fight me on it." 
Where does he think the word lunatic comes from? I know, that's what I said. (laughs) He's like, well, people made a lot of things in the past. Doesn't mean it was right. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> and and that That's is not that is true too. Yeah. That is, that is true too. I don't know. I I just always, I love it when people always say like astrology is bullshit. Will you read my chart for me? And it's just kind of like, you know, yeah, sure. And then like they get super freaked out when they're like, oh, oh, how did how did you know that? And it's yeah. like you're a witch. And it's like, well, yes, but, but I really was, was just reading your chart. No, and <laughs> honestly, I used to be that person, like growing up and being like super religious. You know. Mm-hmm. Like until I was like a 10, 11 and yeah, you know, like that was witchcraft and that was bad and that was just, oh, it's a, it's a bunch of crap until in high school I had a friend whose uh, grandmother was a bruja and so she used to do tarot and stuff like that and I was like shocked because they were also Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, wait. But sometimes those things go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I realize that now, but you know, like I was like, I I didn't know anything about that. And she was just like, well, how do you know it's, you know, it's not true unless you've tried it yourself Mm -hmm. or have done the research. Yeah. And then I did. I did. I started looking up like my own charts. I started like doing tarot cards and holy fuck. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, so my scientific, you know, part of me was just like, okay, I have seen enough data in this to believe mm-hmm. that there, there is truth mm-hmm. in it. That's what that's what's been killing me about studying like the traditional astrology stuff, because I mean, I really went into it. Well, I mean, because I mean, I wanted to learn more, obviously, yeah. but I also just really wanted to understand my chart more. Yeah. <laughs> And like, what the fuck is going on with me? <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and it's just like the like the ancient techni- techniques, like yeah. it, it's disturbing how like, I mean, there have been times when I've just been like, I'm not doing astrology for like a week. Mm-hmm. Like I have to I have to process that because mm-hmm. it was too too real. It was too real. It was yeah. too spot on. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a lot of um, there's also like a lot of. uh a comfort in it as well because mm-hmm. like like one of the things and I'll just share this too why not I looked up my because like I knew exactly what time my dad passed away uh-huh. so I decided to throw a chart for it yeah yeah and compare it to what was happening in my chart mm-hmm. and one of the things and because Mars is my most difficult planet because I have a day chart and it Mars is the is the it's out of sect it's mm-hmm. what's called out of sect uh i wanted to see what mars was doing mars was ingressing into my fourth house of aquarius which is roots and family Ooh. well what does mars do mars cuts <gasps> so it was literally like mars was coming in and saying i'm sorry i'm gonna have to cut a, yeah. a member of your family away from you mm-hmm. and like after that I was just kind of like yeah I gotta it's real that's awesome I'm gonna go take a nap yeah. <laughs> like it was one of those things and it's also too just like personal things yeah. about it it's just kind of like oh yeah <laughs> but anyway and speaking of Mars Mars retrograde this year Woo. so after the <laughs> so after the eclipses <laughs> yay <laughs> yay <laughs> We get a Mars retrograde in Aries, no less. So Mars is going to Mars like Mars has never Marsed before. 
And why is that? Because Mars's home sign is Aries. So what does all of that mean? Okay, so here's just some keywords for Aries. Courageous, independent, assertive, spontaneous, can be a little self-centered and pushy. Keywords for Mars. So Mars is how you take action and how you assert yourself. So Mars is going to be very Marsy. <laughs> you say, you gotta go, let's go, let's do this. Yep, now. Yep. And, you know, and Aries, Aries, chop, chop. yeah, Aries not always the most uh, thoughtful person. <laughs> Aries is kind of like onward. Yep. There's a ton of dead bodies behind me. He's Sorry like about the general, that. General, like let's go. Yeah. yeah, forward march. So that happens. So Mars enters Aries on July 27th. So end of July, we got Mars in his home sign, and he's just, and and Mars is going to be like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to do shit, and Mars is going to go do a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. and he's going to get to 28 degrees. So it starts at zero degrees, Aries, Mm -hmm. and then gets to 28 degrees. Then Mars is going to say, you know what? I'm going to go over some shit. I'm not going to go, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go into the next sign yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I'll wait. I'll see you later, Taurus. I'm going to go back. So that happens on September 10th. He stations retrograde and he's there until November 14th going from 28 degrees all the way back to about 15 degrees. Then it's going to station direct and then move forward. And I, he doesn't get out of Aries until like mid-December. I forgot to put the date down for that. But yeah, it's like, it's like mid-December. So we're going to have Mars for six months. Like you know, a little bit of, so August, September, October, November, December. In Aries. Actually five. Yeah, in Aries. Mars Ooh. for five months in Aries. So Mars is going to start out, woohoo, doing a whole bunch of shit. Now I'm going to go back over some stuff because maybe, maybe I was a little too hasty and I need to go back and figure some shit out and then move forward. This could be a time that work could be kicking your ass like depending on where it fall like it mm-hmm. falls in my sixth house so you know work might be kicking my ass i may just have a lot of work to do uh i might get like really into like going to the gym and stuff but i could also injure myself because like i'm so mars right now mm. But then I injure myself and then I've got to take a break and like heal that and rethink. So do you see like how that's playing out? Yeah, like, so it depends on it depends on where you have Mars or excuse me. It depends on where you have Aries to determine how the Mars retro, you know, to figure out what where, area of life how, it's going to. Yeah, it will affect. Yeah. Because like if it's in like, say, you know, like your 10th house, you know, that's your career. So like you could really be going strong. But then like, you know, like, let's say you get like the job offer of a lifetime and you take it. But then there's like some type of, you know, bump in the road. So it takes you a little bit longer to get into it, you know, because they've got to do background checks or, you know, just something Mm -hmm. It's like a bump in the road. You know, second house could be money issues. Like if you are, you know, like you're paying debts off, you're paying debts off, you're paying debts off, but 
you know, now something happened. Oh, look, another $200 you got. So it's like this stupid, there's like going to be like this, it could be, there could be a hiccup or there could be something that you just plowed through on and you missed it. And now you got to go back over it and do some shit again. Like that's really what it is. So there's probably going to be, it's probably going to be pretty intense and very busy there's also going to be a level of frustration to it as well. Mars does not like to move slow. Mm-mm. So Mars is going to be like, yeah, a, a man of action. Yeah. So Mars is going to be like, for real, I got to, I got to slow down. I've got to think like Aries is like, oh, I've got to think I got to strategize something. I just can't like take my men over the mountain and kill the people or and whatever push you push know. through and, yeah. yeah yeah and there's going to be like this real want to push through but there's also going to be stuff telling you like slow the fuck down so be mindful I and mean, that, that's going to be five months of that shit like the first couple like the first like six weeks or so are going to mm-hmm. be like yeah but then you got to prepare for the for the slowdown. I feel like this would be a good time for me to pick up the art of war again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because there's so many good like points of that book that, you know, yeah. for everyday life. Yeah. And if we're going to be, if the planets are at war, then maybe I need to, yeah, I need to start strategizing. Yeah. Well, and also too, it's the, it's the win the battle yeah, or lo- excuse me, lose, lose the, the battle, battle, win the, the war, war mentality. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's going to happen. You yeah. know, it's going to be that sort of thing. So just to just to mentally prepare for that. I mean, Mars is Mars. Mars Mars does Mars stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Mars wants to take action, and when he gets slowed down, he's not not too happy about it. Especially being in Aries, yeah. Aries is going to be like. <sighs> Let's, Fancy. you know, so you're going to have to pull resources. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to pull your resources for patients from somewhere else. So after that, on what is it? November 11th, we get Jupiter conjunct Pluto. And then on December 16th, we get Jupiter conjunct Saturn. So Throughout the year, Jupiter has been trucking through Capricorn, being Jupiter and Capricorn. And Jupiter has to interface with Saturn and Pluto uh, before Jupiter leaves. And I really look at this as Jupiter will be checking in with Saturn to say, these are the things that I focused on. This is the work that I did. And Saturn will give the constructive criticism that Saturn gives. And that way, when Jupiter moves into Aquarius, Jupiter will be like, okay, I have a solid plan. Yeah. And Jupiter is going to check in with Pluto and be like, these are all of the things that I dug up. And, and this is just the final check-in. And that way, when Jupiter moves into Aquarius, Jupiter will be like, and those are the things that I've got to let go, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So I really, I'm actually really looking forward to this in a weird sort of way, because it's, it's almost like, it's like a, a dissertation defense or something 
like this is all of the work I did. And it's yeah. like Jupiter going before the professors to be like, this is this is my work. This is what I did. Like, mm. did I pass? Yeah. And because I'm moving on to the next phase yeah. and I need I need all of the info to do that. Yeah, to do that. And I just, I don't know. I, get, I actually get like feel good vibes from it too. It's also kind of like the goodbye yeah. of the Capricorn energy. I was just going to say like, it seems like, you know, it's doing all of the work to prepare mm-hmm. to jump off into the new you, the new like life, the new, the vision. new energy, the new vision. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just that. It, it, I do feel that there's very much like this ending, but yeah. I feel happy about it and yeah. like freeing. It feels freeing yeah. to me. Yeah. Is how like whenever I think about it and like, you know, it's like it's it's that scary, but then it's like liberating at mm-hmm. the same time. So yeah, yeah, I am definitely feeling yeah that as well. And I feel like that's really the energy for 2020. And, and we talked about this on the last one where it's just like, there is an excitement of the future, but mm-hmm. there is also an uncertainty of the future. An apprehension. Yeah. And yeah, because it's just like, it's like what we've done up until this point, there's a realization that it's no longer sustainable. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and shit's got to change and yeah. shit is going to change. Yeah. It might be long and arduous and it might be exciting and joyful mm-hmm. at moments, but it's... It's going to be a thing. (laughs) And then on December 17th, right after that Jupiter conjunct Saturn, Saturn is going to ingress into Aquarius. And then we have Saturn in Aquarius for the next two and a half years. And then Jupiter is going to follow. I can't remember the date when Jupiter. Oh, I forgot to write that down but Jupiter I mean not long after that is going because I think it happens in December too Um, but it's right around the same time they they go into Aquarius together the only outer planet that's left in Capricorn is Pluto and Pluto because Pluto has like a um, takes 248 years to get around the sun (laughs) Pluto is going to be there until about 2025 so uh, Pluto's got a few more years to do some deconstruction and reconstruction in Capricorn. So Pluto is just kind of like, later, dudes, I got to finish renovations here in Capricorn. He's got some foundations to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> some foundations to bust up, too. Mm-hmm. So so, that's what I meant. Foundations yeah. to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's break this down and build new. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, and I've heard some people say, like, we don't really move into the age of Aquarius until Pluto is in Aquarius, Mm which will be 2025. Yeah. So, yeah, we are really moving into a a different energy. That's the end of the line. So that's the big stuff for 2020. You and I are still going to be meeting every month to talk about the larger aspects of the month and then I'm going to try to do these smaller ones I love that too yeah Yeah. well and I just kept getting frustrated because I was like oh you know I want to be able to talk about the moon more and oh I want to be able to talk about the asteroids more and 
and, and how you can fit that in and make yeah. it work for you, for sure. So, and I think, too, that people like to hear uh, about those things as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Because also, too, there was like a few, I, you know, there were a few episodes where I was just like, oh, shit, I missed that. And it's just because there was so much. And so, yeah. So we're going to be changing it up a little bit the coming year, but I'm excited about that. Yeah. So. I don't know. Any any <laughs> any final thoughts on 2019 or upcoming for 2020? I am just glad that 2019 even though it it wasn't a bad year, it was just a very intense year. Yeah. I am glad I am glad that it's over, that it's going to be over and I just think everybody should make 2020 the year of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, because that's what I was telling my daughter, you know, she's having the existential, you know, crisis mm-hmm. with school and work, you know, where do I fit into this dumpster fire of a world? Yeah. You know, like, how, how do I do this? And I'm just like, honey, I'm like, nobody knows. <laughs> no. You know, I was like, nobody knows. But you, you know, you can't freeze and not prepare yourself to the future for the future mm-hmm. just because it's a dumpster fire because what if somebody puts that fire out yeah you know you have to be prepared for that you know yeah as well and so i just told her i was like make this year the year of you i was like do 20 things this year big small i don't care what it is yeah that works towards your happiness uh, your mental happiness your physical happiness your emotional happiness mm-hmm. you know and and works towards your future Mm -hmm. i said and i will be happy and it was like they don't have to be big things you know but just choose 20 fucking things to do for yourself make this the year about you because when it comes down to it you don't have to please me Mm -hmm. as your mother your father you don't have to please anybody but yourself because it's not our life yeah period exactly and it was like, so even though I'm sitting here giving you this advice, honey, you still don't have to take it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it might not be the advice that you need or that it works for you. You know, I'm like, so it was like, just do, just do you, boo. So yeah. That's, that's what my thing is for 2020. Everybody just fucking do you. Do what yeah. makes you happy. Be the person that makes you happy. Yeah. And that that's how I feel going into 2020. It's just like, just just embrace it. Just yeah. embrace it all. I mean, yep. 2019, I really looked at it as that it was definitely a roller coaster year because there was just like, you know, really good shit. And then like, oh, my God, everything's on like, fire. It was like, <laughs> the, it, for me, like, and, and I was talking to Brianna about this this week because you've just been discussing so much with like the end of the year, the end of a decade, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like 2019 was like the best worst year ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Well, and I look at that as like Jupiter. Jupiter was in Sag being like. Hey, it's not so bad. Why don't you try something new and fun and get into something weird, maybe, while everything else is like, it's on fire. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, that's on fire. It's like, yeah, just, you know, (laughs) expand your mind, you know. But now Jupiter is like, I'm super serious now. Yeah. And everything feels serious. But that's really cool, too, because... I really do feel like it's just the stripping away of like, find what's really important. Yep. Like, you know, like we dredged up a bunch of stuff last yep. year. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, here's 
all of your issues and your mm-hmm. shadow work and everything mm-hmm. that you need to work on. Now it's just like, just get serious about it so you can get to where you want to go. Yeah. Because we will be moving into that visionary energy, Period. which is great. The only problem with visionary energy is that like, you also have to remember to say present at the same time, yes. which Aquarius is not always good about yeah. doing. You know, sometimes you Capricorn get... is very much like now, mm-hmm. like you're in the now, like you're just climbing that mountain like a little goat, One you know, step. but Aquarius is like, I see the top of the mountain. I completely forgot about my body. Like, how are you <laughs> going to get there? You know, <laughs> so, so yeah, well, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. So thank you for being here. And of course, thank you to Christian, our tech wizard extraordinaire for without him, this podcast would have never have happened. Because like I said, just came home with the equipment one day and said, here we go I'm doing this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had a lot of equipment before because like he, he does other stuff. But yeah. Sometimes, so, sometimes we need that. Yeah, exactly. I needed that because yeah. I was just going to have it live in my head. Oh, and you yeah. and I were just going to keep talking meeting about for it. coffee and talking about it. And yeah. he was just like, why don't you just record these conversations? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the microphones. Y'all are idiots. Stop. <laughs> just come over to the house. We'll get this done. So anyway, all right. And thank you to all of you for those of you who have listened this yes, past year you. who have who have shared, who have liked, who have rated, who have contacted me personally just to say I listen to your podcast and it's great and you two are funny and thank you so much and and all of that. Thank you to all of you as well. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's. And a safe New Year. Yeah, that too. And we will definitely see you in 2020. Woo! All right, that's it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.